I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to Season 2 of The Trader, a Traitor's Podcast. My name's Matthew and I'm a writer, reality competition TV fanatic and a 100% faithful. Promise. And I think I can now add a podcaster to that list. Now that Season 1 is all but done, apart from the On Its Way reunion episode for The Traitor's US. The Trader is a deep dive into each episode of the murder mystery to the power of 10 TV programme, The Traitors, that has taken over the world. Welcome to season two of the pod, where I'll be focusing on the UK version of The Traitors, along with some super special guests. The Traitors is available in the UK on BBC iPlayer and in the States and other territories on streaming service Peacock. I'm so excited to start this season of the podcast. The UK version of The Traitors is where my fanaticism began. I had briefly seen promo images of it last November or December, and then Strictly Come Dancing on BBC, yes, I was watching Strictly and I will not apologise, showed a trailer for the programme because A, it's primetime TV and a great chance to advertise a new show, and B, Claudia Winkleman is obviously also a presenter of Strictly Come Dancing, so it was a chance to cross-promote her new project, I guess. It immediately looked like the kind of thing I would enjoy, a mystery game involving bluffing, betrayal, backstabbing, essentially like a giant party game set in a Scottish castle. So I decided I should give it a go. I enjoyed the first episode, enjoyed the second even more, and by the end of episode three, I knew that this was my new obsession, and it grew from there. On this episode of the podcast, I'll be exploring episode one of the programme with a magical guest to help me. Before we get there, it's time for the section of the pod devoted to franchise-wide traitors news and updates. It's TT News. A few moments ago I referenced a Traitors US reunion episode. This has now been filmed and is in post-production. The cast of the show travelled to New York City for filming on Friday the 17th of February in what looked like a huge studio decorated to resemble the grandness of Ardross Castle with huge Chesterfield couches, old school rugs and candelabras. 
The show is being presented by Andy Cohen, who will no doubt be attempting to stir up conflict and arguments amongst the cast. One notable absence was that of Brandy Glanville. Brandy has been caught up in sexual assault allegations and is not appearing on the most recent Bravo show she was cast as a member for. I'm sure some of the Traitors contestants will probably be somewhat relieved that she was missing from filming. The show will be broadcast on Tuesday the 20th of February on Peacock and I'll be covering it for the podcast alongside a very special Traitors US contestant. Check out the podcast social media for a peek at who that is. Not so much news, but a bit of pondering here. In November last year, The Traitors Netherlands was awarded a Rose Door Award for Best Reality and Factual Entertainment Programme. The Rose Door is a prestigious set of awards for international TV and audio programming, and this is a huge achievement for the show. This made me think about award shows here in the UK, and although the TV BAFTAs don't have a reality show category, the National Television Awards, a huge televised award show, does have a reality and constructed factual category, which was won last year by Channel 4's Gogglebox. Nominations aren't announced until the end of summer for the 2023 awards, but using nothing but my intuition, I wouldn't be surprised if The Traitors ends up with a nomination, considering what a huge success it's been, and the fact that TV awards tend to favour new programmes. I'll keep you updated when nominations are announced. And lastly, if you want to put your questions to some of the faithfuls, so far, might be some traitors on the way too, from the UK show, check out Twitter and Instagram to see which guests are lined up for appearances on the podcast and send me your questions. Find me on Twitter at the Tradar Pod or on Instagram and YouTube at the Tradar Podcast. It's now time to meet my familiar guest slash co-host for this episode, who's going to help me dive into episode one of The Traitors UK. Let's find out who it is. My guest today on the Trader for the first episode of the new season is friend to the pod, Lindsay. Lindsay, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Now, some listeners will recognise Lindsay because you were on episode 7 of mm-hmm. the first season of the podcast to talk about the US Traitors and now we had so much fun I had to invite you back. How do you feel about that? Um, I feel honoured, special. As you should. Yeah. For anyone who's a newcomer to the podcast, Lindsay is my best friend and a TV and movie super buff. If you want to know the backstory between Lindsay and I, you should check out episode 7 of season 1 of the podcast, where you will find out all about how Lindsay and I met. Last time, Lindsay, we played The Trader Traitor, which I play with all of the guests on the podcast. Mm-hmm. It didn't quite go according to plan. No. <laughs> but it did make me laugh a lot. I'll explain The Trader Traitor for you and for anyone listening who is a newcomer. The Trader Traitor is our game within a podcast about a game. Our goal throughout the episode from here on in is to tell one lie to one another. The lie has to be a fabrication or a made-up fact. For example, when Christian from The Traitors US was on the podcast, he lied to me that he had played hockey as a child, and when Amanda from The US Traitors was a guest, 
she lied to me and told me she lived on a farm and I totally believed both of them so they fooled me your lie can't be a fake opinion like saying you like a player when actually you don't like them or vice versa it has oh, to be okay. a pretend a fact or story that would be a rubbish lie <laughs> At the end of the episode, we'll then put our traitor hunting skills to the test and decide what we thought the other person's lie was. Is it is it going to happen this time, Lindsay? Um, yeah, I've, I've thought of something. I just don't know how I'm going to um, just slip into the DM here, but I forgot last time because I was just chatting away. I have faith in you, even though... Believe and achieve. Believe even though and I, achieve. Want to, I want to beat you as well. So I both have faith in you and want you to fail. Oh. Yeah, I said it. So, Lindsay... I have so much to say about episode one of the Traitors UK. I think we should dive right into it. Are you ready? Yes. Episode one, here we go. So episode one begins with a sort of opening montage that shows us little previews of what's coming up on this series of The Traitors. It's kind of like a board game or a murder mystery because it tells us that there are going to be challenges and rules, traitors, murders at night, lots of crying. And yeah. Claudia tells us that it's the ultimate game of skill, deception and trust. And then we start off at the train station in Inverness. Now, this wasn't in the US season, which I know that you watched as well, Lindsay. Mm -hmm. So, in the US season, we kind of just start off at the castle very quickly. But here, we see the contestants meeting one another on the platform, and they introduce themselves to us. Amanda introduces herself as a glamma. Lindsay, how do you feel about the expression glamma? I love it. <laughs> and I'm already I'm like instantly obsessed as soon as we meet Andrea what are your feelings about Andrea oh I love her so much she's so adorable <laughs> I love her Andrea's 72 she is loving being on the steam train she says she hasn't been on one for years she's um, a precious angel who must be protected already yes we also see Ivan, who says being on the steam train is like being in an Agatha Christie novel. And he, we we find out that Ivan's a writer, so he's already making notes in his notepad. I don't know if he's making notes on the other players or if he's like thinking up some new idea for a novel. I'm not yeah. sure. Now, we also are introduced to Alex and Tom, who are pretending that they don't know one another. Of course, we found out later that they do know one another. We'll talk more mm -hmm. about that soon, I'm sure. Alex says that she has a degree in psychology and that no one needs to know that. I mean, calm down, Alex. It's, you know, it's, it's, I don't think that's given you like that much of an advantage. Nah, nah. Yeah. What I noticed is, I didn't know, see, this is now the second time that I'm watching The Traitors. Mm -hmm. Only half of the cast really meet on the platform and then the train arrives and they all think it's like the Hogwarts Express and they get on the train, and half the cast are already on the train. Did you notice that? No, I actually didn't. I, I, I watched it and I seen them all kind of standing, and I, I was more kind of taken back with how pretty Scotland looked, to be honest with you. Yeah. And then heard the little conversations in the background. It was nice hearing um, Amanda saying, come in for a cooch, or a cooch, <laughs> or whatever, which is obviously a hug in Welsh. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard other Welsh reality TV so TV personalities using that phrase, that, that saying. Yeah. Yeah, Scotland does look nice. And John, who's Scottish, he even says that as well. He says, oh, it's a nice sunny day in Scotland. Mm-hmm. It's rare. So they obviously got some good weather, which yeah. we're like completely not used to. Yeah, we get five hot days. Five yeah. hot days a year. So. Yeah, and they filmed on those five days. <laughs> uh, Aisha introduces herself and says that, she says, I'm a very Marmite person. You either love me or you hate me. I, I, I think that's a red flag when anyone says that. Yeah, I think you're automatically going to be a bit arsey. <laughs> you're just setting the scene for, I'm going to be an arse. So take me as I am. If I meet somebody and they tell me I'm a Marmite person, you're either going to love me or hate me, I like, I already hate you. Yeah. I'm not saying I hate Aisha, I'm not saying mm-hmm. that. I'm okay. just saying like in real life. Like you've got internal cringe of, oh, no I way. think, why are you saying that? Why? Yeah. Who's Who's told you that you're a Marmite person in the past? You must yeah. be quite annoying. Yep. That's my first impression. Or how have you taken such a long time to think about that and then you're actively <laughs> telling people that? Uh, Wolf, uh, then in the Jeep after they arrive off the train, says that he's good at ethical manipulation. He works for a charity, so he's got to be really good at fundraising. He's kind of like um, sowing the seeds already that he's mm-hmm. going to be quite good at manipulating people and influencing yep. people, even though he's, he's not even a traitor yet. And he's already convincing people in his Jeep that they're a team, like he calls them Andrea's Angels. Yeah, yeah, I want to be Andrea's Angel. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it's like they're kind of like preempting of what's going on because they won't know who's going to be a traitor. They won't really know the rules of the game yet, so they're obviously speculating on what the game should be and what role they'd be best suited in. Yeah, and when they arrive at the castle and they meet outside, Claudia arrives and they, it seems as if they didn't know she was going to be the host because they mm-hmm. seem like very excited when she appears. Yep. And Wolf says, oh, he's got a crush on her. So I think they maybe didn't know that Claudia no, would be I part of the show. I don't think they did either. No, I got that impression as well. However, I will be able to ask some of the Traitors contestants about this because some of them are going to be on the podcast and some episodes coming up. Claudia tells them that there's a £120,000 prize pot available and then she tells them that the game already started on the train and that now that they've gotten to know each other a little bit, they have to rate themselves and stand in a line from most likely to win to least likely to win. What do you think you would do here? I wouldn't want to be too cocky and go straight to the front as a winner, but then I wouldn't want to place myself at the end and people think that I'm maybe a weak link. So I'd kind of go in the middle somewhere. Yeah, I think I would also probably hang around the middle inconspicuously. I don't know if I'd want to stand out too much. At this point, while they're arranging themselves, Imran in his interview begins talking about his PhD. (laughs) Imran, please stop. (laughs) He does like to bring it up quite often. There's only so many times. Don't you know? You know that, yeah. yeah. The youngest ever person at age yeah, 22. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Imran and Andrea put themselves at the top of the line. Well, Andrea doesn't really put herself there. Amos, who's like become her instant bestie, he like <laughs> leads her there and everyone yeah. claps because like obviously we already love Andrea. Mm-hmm. And Kieran and Amos then put themselves down at the bottom because I think they kind of they don't want to show off too much and they want to appear like quite humble. Yep. However, there's already like the first twist of the episode. Claudia tells them every decision has a consequence and tells Kieran and Amos 
that because they don't think they're going to do well in the game, they should leave now. And everyone is completely shocked by this. How? Do, yeah. how what was your reaction when you saw this? I was quite shocked, to be honest, because I quite liked Amos and I thought, oh, I can see him going right to the end. Yeah. Uh, but it was a very good twist. You it can was. actually see the... The, the, the shock that the contestants have got like there's no pretending because yeah. nobody's safe I think then they realise nobody's safe yeah and Claudia reminds them hey it is called the traitors mm-hmm. so you know what did they expect so they're all completely surprised by this and they just have to leave instantly Kieran and Amos hug wave goodbye and they're yeah. off that's it it's I, I, part of me thought it was going to be a, a joke and that Claudia would then say, no, I'm just kidding. Mm. But nope, they get in the jeeps, they leave, they're done. It's quite savage, eh? It is. Yeah. We then move inside the castle and it looks amazing inside. Everyone is super impressed. The boys are absolutely buzzing that there's a snooker table <laughs> like they've never seen one before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm obsessed with the library. That looks like the coolest room in the house. Andrea loves it as well. And whatever Andrea likes, I like, to be honest. <laughs> they then find all their portraits above the fireplace and they're pretty excited about that in the breakfast room. We see a bit of Alex and Matt starting to bond and we think maybe there's a little bit of flirting going on between them. And it's at this point that Alex reveals she has a boyfriend who's also here. And for a second, you assume it's Matt and that's mm-hmm. why they're getting on so well. But actually, her boyfriend is Tom, the pink-haired magician. <laughs> Maddie also reveals her own secret by the way I love Maddie uh, Maddie reveals that she is an actress but is going to just tell everybody that she works in a care home what she does as well that is true mm-hmm. what do you think about people keeping secrets about things like their relationship or their occupation like, do you think this is a good idea I think the couple absolutely because they're going to be straight in the firing line. They're going to, the other contestants are going to think, right, that's two votes. If one of them's a traitor, they're going to know that the opposite's a traitor. Um, I think lying about your occupation, mm, I don't really think that's necessary, to be honest with you. Um, but then again, she is an actress, so they might be thinking she's playing a role on the yeah. game. So, yeah, maybe maybe it's a good thing to keep it, keep it a surprise. At this point, listeners, I would like to point out we just paused recording momentarily because <laughs> Lindsay's dogs started to bark and we needed some intervention. Yeah, they wanted to be included. They did. In that time, I also checked my Instagram and I have a couple of messages from a, <laughs> a traitor's contestant just confirming when they might be recording the podcast with me. So that was cool. We then move on to part of the episode which also didn't really feature in the US season, which is the selection process of the traitors. So we see Claudia interviewing the players one by one and asking them whether they would prefer to be a faithful or a traitor. Do you like that they included this part? Yes. I feel for this 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 particular season anyway, that the players are in charge. The players dictate how the game goes. So I think with Claudia interviewing them, she's kind of getting a sense of who she thinks would be a good traitor instead of, oh, they're going to be good. Like she's actually asking them questions. You can tell by her facial expressions as well when they're saying something that she's completely agreeing with thinking, yeah, that'll be good. Yeah. Yeah, I I really like this part. I think you need to get to know them first 
before you find out who is actually going to be a traitor. Yeah. I think it's really entertaining to see who wants it and who is who who is really looking forward to betraying other people and who thinks they're going to be good at it. Yeah. I think it helps to build up the excitement for the actual process. Absolutely. Ivan at this point says he loves being an author and he did choose that for himself but he doesn't earn much money from it and that's why he wants to win Ivan I feel you (laughs) Uh, almost everyone actually says that they think they could be or want to be a traitor Uh, Maddie acknowledges that the traitors have an advantage because they can't be murdered and that's something that I've spoken about on previous episodes with people about the fact that the traitors do have a sort of advantage. In fact, in episode 10 of season one of the podcast, I spoke to David Bloomberg, who is a reality TV expert, particularly on Survivor, and David felt that the traitors are at such an advantage that actually future series of the show really need to think about the format and they should probably alter it to give the faithfuls something else to help them other mm-hmm. than just the shield. He thinks it's so unfairly weighted. Yeah. At the round table then, Claudia circles several times <laughs> and tells them that if she touches them on the shoulder, they will become a traitor. The traitors are chosen. It's Alyssa first, then Wilfred, and then Amanda. And when they take their blindfolds off, they're all looking around the table. I don't know what they're looking for. I mean, what would you be looking for? Well, you're looking for people's body language. You're looking to see. I think if I was to be no, if I was to be a traitor, right? You could see by Alyssa's face the minute Claudia touched her shoulder, there was a massive grin on her face. Yeah. So you're looking to see if people's facial expressions have changed. I don't know, just that kind of, kind yeah. of stuff. I think I'd be looking for anyone overacting, like really exaggeratedly trying to act excited or mm-hmm. nervous I think most people would probably be quite subdued so that's I think that would catch my attention just anyone who looked like they were exaggerating their expressions or their movements or anything like that that would that would probably catch my yeah before Claudia leaves she also reminds them that tonight one of them will be murdered and at this point I mean she's barely left the room and Alyssa is already planting yeah. seeds. She whispers to both of the people beside her that she noticed Nikki didn't take a drink of water. She didn't raise her glass when they all toasted to catching the traitors. Mm-hmm. The contestants then leave the round table. They start to move around the castle. They form little groups. They're talking to one another. Matt is immediately confused. He says he already doesn't really understand what's going on and he's no idea how he's going to catch anyone. And Theo thinks that Matt's faking that. He thinks he's pretending to be dafter than he actually is. Mm-hmm. Faye says that, you know, they, she's sitting with five or six others and she says we could be sitting with a traitor right now. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when the reality starts to set in with them, yeah. that from here on in, people around them are going to be lying right to their faces and yeah. that they're probably going to be sitting with traitors at various points and have no idea about it. So mm-hmm. like, this is the point, I think, where they realise, oh, you can't really trust anyone. You've no idea who's telling you the truth or not. Andrea says to the others that she wanted to be a traitor. She openly admits that. Wilf tells us that his plan is to immediately start making friends. He thinks that's how he's going to get through this as a traitor, is to get people on his side, which seems smart. 
Like yeah. that seems that's how you've got to play it. You've got to make people not suspect you because they think you're a nice guy mm-hmm. and make people like you so much that they don't ever want to vote you out. Yep. Ryan at this point says Alyssa seems like a really honest person and Aaron says it's not Amanda, no way. Yep. So lol to both of those. <laughs> Aaron's one of my favourites. I love Aaron. I, I love Aaron <laughs> as well. Another angel. Aaron yep. and Andrea need to form like a sort of super group. I've got quite a few favourites. Okay, who are your favourites? So I love Theo. Okay. I love Theo. Uh, Aaron, Faye, mm-hmm. Andrea and Matt. Well, I've also got two that I'm a bit kind of... You're, so, you're, what does that noise mean? You don't trust them. You hate them. I, hate is a strong word. Hate okay. is a strong word. I think Alyssa as a traitor was a waste okay. of, a, of a vote nomination type thing. And Why? Ram as well. As well. I don't know. She just, she just kind of seems... She doesn't seem devious enough there's there's a lot more people in there that could have done a much better job I think and who else are you mm, about Imran <gasps> why mm-hmm. I don't like how you you've not mentioned <laughs> this yet but on their challenge saying the old people that are at a disadvantage I mean that's that's a, oh yes a pretty pretty low blow considering you don't know these people yeah I just thought that was a little bit unfair Well, speaking of the mission, that's what's next in the episode. So, the mission is to essentially form two teams, build some ropes, tie them together, set them alight, fire up a big Wicker Man-style metal beast. Even the first time I saw this mission, I kind of immediately wondered, what's the point in the teams? Because all the money goes into the same prize pot. So I don't... I was kind of waiting to find out oh, there's a reason that they're in two teams, it's going to mean one team then gets an advantage over the other. But it doesn't actually ever mean anything. What did you think of this mission in general? I quite liked the mission. Okay. I think it it shows teamwork. It shows who's going to work best in a team, who's going to take in charge. And I think because it's such a small team, I kind of feel that you would get to know the players a little bit better. Because yeah. when you're in a competition and you've got a time to do it and there's there's money to be won, people's different sides can come out. Yeah, that's a really good point because I keep thinking of the mission in very practical terms. But you're right, actually, it's a very good way to get to know their personalities a bit better. Because mm-hmm. I think when you're doing something competitive... It's, you're maybe less likely to be false. Like you're probably more likely to reveal your personality traits yep. when you're under pressure and you're you're too busy focusing on completing a mission yep. that you're not putting on a facade for the cameras or anything like that. So we actually we do find out a little bit about the players. I think during the mission, mm-hmm. like John tells us that he's annoyed that they he calls them the alpha males, meaning <laughs> Tom, Matt. Aaron and Ivan are gathering together in one team. Like that sort of really irritates them. Mm-hmm. I don't really think of them as alpha males. Like no. Aaron is the most sort of gentle person there. Ivan is an author. Tom's a magician. Like <laughs> <laughs> Matt has got no idea what's going on. Yeah. I, I don't know if they're alpha I mean they're I guess they're young lads. I think he's maybe just been put out a bit because he's not in with the, the, the in crowd type thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably what's happened there, and he's just maybe a bit bitter. During the mission, they realise that actually there's a whole other obstacle they have to 
navigate and that is finding the keys to open the flammable liquid in the first place which seems a bit unfair because it's really based on luck so the green team find it right away whereas the Mm -hmm. blue team are searching for the keys for a long time through no fault of their own ryan is annoyed with nikki because nikki (laughs) is shouting at everybody uh but i mean to be fair i think she's trying to just find like a role for herself because she kept one of the things she kept shouting was we need someone with two hands that can do this so i think she just realized there's parts of this i'm not going to be able to help with as well so i'll do my best to do something else which is organize everybody i think she was quite good though because she took that instant role of like not not i'm going to be in charge but she was getting everybody involved yeah you know what i mean She, she was getting stuck right in there so that's good as well Imran is also getting really annoyed with his team. He says they're taking too long and then he's angry that they're really terrible at rowing, which they are. Um, Ryan is then like sick for some reason. He just starts throwing up. I'm not really sure what. He says that maybe it was just the stress of it all got to him. Maybe it was the smell of the like the liquid as well. I don't know. The mission is completed with about 10 seconds left to spare. The blue team do it just in time i'm going to say what i said about the u.s season i'm going to call it right now i think the timer's fake i don't think there was a timer at all and that they only had 10 seconds left because i think the production team probably spent so much time building those beasts that they thought there's no way we're not letting these things go up in flames so you just all take as long as you need and then we'll pretend Mm -hmm. that i said it i'm not taking Mm -hmm. it back so both of the teams complete the task and Claudia tells them that they have won £15,000 for the pot. So we're off to a good start. After the mission... I, oh, sorry. sorry. I love how Claudia was getting involved and she was cheering on the blue team and <laughs> getting stuck right in there. Like, it's that's a little bit different from the US traitors, I kind of feel. Yeah. I feel like she was a bit more kind of warmer to the, the contestants and she's she's kind of like taking a few of them under her wing. She's, she really wants them to, to win as much money as possible. Yeah, yeah. You're definitely it's Alan coming in the US version I, th- I thought Alan was great because mm-hmm. he was but he, he just treated it differently yeah so he, he was playing a character essentially like he as if he owned the castle yep. and he'd created all of this and set up this big mystery and he and he maintained that throughout whereas mm-hmm. yeah Claudia is a bit I mean I think it's maybe also just like more of a British thing like she kind of wants to have a bit of a laugh with them as well mm-hmm. and can't help but want to be there i don't know why i'm saying british because alan is obviously a british person as well yeah. but um but no I, they, they both treat it differently but i like both of them the way that they approached it anyway mm-hmm. a lot can happen in three years like a chat bot may be your new best friend but what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. After the mission, the players get back into the Jeeps and 
we hear some of their thoughts about how people behaved, like you said. So Meryl noticed Imran's bad temper and she thinks, oh, he really sort of revealed something about himself there. I mean, I don't know what that means. I don't know if that means you're a traitor just because you've got a bad temper. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're, they're, they're all just trying to find something to say about one another. Like, they have yeah. to have something to go and on. They don't... Can... Yeah. yeah. Alyssa brings up Nikki and the glass... I'm going to call it Glassgate. She brings okay. up Glassgate again. And Faye picks up on that too and says, oh, that's because her mind... maybe she's a traitor and her mind was somewhere else. So she wasn't listening to everybody else toasting. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, we know they're completely wrong. Yep. Matt and Alex back at the house are getting close again, and the others are noticing this. Alex has also been on, in touch with me on Instagram, so she's hopefully going to be in the podcast, and I can I can ask her about this. I can ask her about her showmance mm. with Matt. I think that's a shame doing that to the poor lad. Poor Matt, I know. Yeah. Claudia also gathers all of the players round in the house and explains to them that there is a midnight curfew and she reminds them that someone will be murdered tonight. Aisha starts saying that she doesn't like Faye because she thinks Faye is looking at everyone too much and that Faye's sort of hyper-vigilant and has her eyes out on everybody. So Aisha's not having it. She's, mm-hmm. she's, she's not Faye's pal She's taken an instant dislike to Faye. She has. Poor Faye. Mm-hmm. Theo then implies <laughs> but I say imply he basically says right to Imran's face that he thinks he's a traitor Yeah. so he's he's right in there yeah. he's not holding anything back Theo's in the game Love it. but of course Tom reminds him at this point that he has to be careful because there is going to be a murder at night and so if Imran is a traitor then maybe Theo's making himself a bit of a target here Theo, I think, like, he's just a genuine character, like, he's playing the game, whereas I think Tom's reluctantly not going to be himself because he's thinking that way, yeah. which, if I was in their position, I would then turn to Tom and be like, mm, are you a traitor? It's such a balance in it. guard up already. Yeah, yeah you, you don't know how much to be like Theo and just be completely honest and tell people yeah. what you're thinking, or should you be like Tom? Should you second-guess everything you say? But then is that going to make you look like you're quite scheming and manipulating? Mm-hmm. You've, mm-hmm. It must be really tricky to figure out how am I... So, even, even if you're a faithful, to think, how am I supposed to act without getting everybody suspicious of me? Yeah. I mean, Tom is right. You have to keep in mind as a faithful that you could be murdered. So you have to think, what's not going to get me murdered? And probably that includes not singling people out as so a traitor. He's, he's essentially <laughs> like playing a character role though uh-huh. whereas I think you know yourself if I was in the position I would be telling people <laughs> do you yeah. know what I mean like, yeah, so. I know so the traitors then meet that night after everybody has gone off to their lodgings Claudia makes them take this oath it's all very dramatic <laughs> and she hands them the robes and off they go to traitors tower uh, Wilf has talked about this on Instagram saying that they really filmed late on into the night the traitors they would be up till you know 2 a.m after i've mentioned this in previous episodes that they had these really late filming christian from the u.s traitors said the same he said they would film really really late on sometimes even past 2 a.m which meant that the next morning they were more tired than everybody else but had to act like they weren't which adds some another difficulty for them to contend with yep so in traitors tower wilf arrives first with his hood up 
Then Alyssa comes in and they reveal themselves to one another. They both look totally shocked. They, they cannot believe it's the other person, <laughs> which suggests they're doing a good job so far. If they're both shocked by the other one, that means that they did not they didn't have any suspicions of the other person. So that's a good yeah. sign. Amanda's like, the next sorry. You've got yeah. to like think about there's there's this is a massive group of people at the start. So there's gonna be a lot of people that aren't getting spoken about. Yeah, you're right. At this point there's still, you know, more than 20 of them yeah. so it's probably easier at this point to just sort of blend into the, the background yeah mm-hmm. or the trader <laughs> amanda arrives next and they again they're really shocked they can't believe that one another is there and they reckon they're a good team they think they've all gone under the trader so far <laughs> i will only use that term from now on and that they've all got their own friendship groups so mm-hmm. that's really useful that they've all got their own little group of people that they can have influence over um, and potentially manipulate so that's going to work really well for them mm-hmm. they start to discuss their suspect or who they think is suspicious to everybody else so so far it looks like Faye, nikki and imran are the names that are floating around that people think are the traitors. I mean, obviously we know and they know they're not the traitors. They also realise that those three people who everybody seems to think are traitors, the real traitors should keep them around because that'll take suspicion away from them. So mm-hmm. they shouldn't murder them tonight. They've got to keep them around. That's really useful for them. It's a good game plan. It is. Wilf realises they should think about who doesn't get on with those three, Faye, Nikki and Imran, and maybe murder them because that would frame one of the top suspects but then he also realises that if they murder for example if they murder Theo because Theo called out Imran and said I think you're a traitor then if everybody banishes Imran and Imran just reveals I'm a faithful then what's next they, yeah. they're they kind of so it's really difficult to figure out who do we who do we pick to murder here whatever we try there's a potential issue it's, kinda, it's really complex they're, they're kind of thinking ahead they're not just thinking about tonight this is what we do yeah. they're thinking about nights in advance yeah so their strategies like their, their game plan's quite good yeah they're thinking in advance on what to do and how they can remain safe they're being it seems like they've been really smart and they're being yeah. they realize how strategic they're going to have to be if they want to do well they are going to have to think like five steps ahead of everybody yeah. else which mm-hmm. is a lot to, to contend with it's, mm-hmm. it must get really confusing mm-hmm. they then start to discuss who should they possibly murder off tonight and they come up with Andrea they put I mean obviously we love Andrea they think that maybe she won't be as strong in the tasks and they also think she's a threat they I don't they don't really explain why they think she's a threat I think it's because she's clever and because everybody likes her yeah so she'll probably be around for a long time yeah and that might they can't, not they be can't, good for them. They, they can't really say she might not be good at tasks as well because not every, they don't know what the tasks are going to be. So they don't know if it's going to be like you're using your body to, to do something. Like she, She's quite a clever woman, as you said. So yeah. there could be like tasks that involve cleverness. Yeah. That she would be like, bam, done it. Yeah, that's totally true. Yeah, they don't know they're all going to be like really physical tasks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It could be like the crystal maze and there could be <laughs> mysteries and skill tasks and mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff that Andrea actually could be amazing at. Yeah. yeah. They also start to discuss Aaron, Alex, Aisha as potential murder victims tonight. If you were a traitor, Lindsay, mm-hmm. what would be your tactic? Like, who would you 
Or how would you go about picking who you wanted to murder? What would what would help you make that decision? Who would how would you think of who you wanted to get rid of? Well, I think they're playing it good as in they've got their own little cliques, even though Alyssa's like, oh, cliques are really dangerous, da 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 da. I think it's quite good having X amount of people on your team that you're going to get on with really well, and then you know you're saved with those people. So, in a way, you're not thinking, oh, there's over 20 contestants here. I've got 20 people to kind of suss out who I think I'm going to, who I'm going to murder. Mm-hmm. You can like then automatically take five off that, so you've got five less people to worry about. I would be looking at when we're doing um, tasks or of who's participating, who's who's kind of getting involved. If there's somebody that's sitting on the sidelines that isn't really getting involved, I would then think mm, they're not bringing any money to the pot. They're kind of not really useful. Mm-hmm. And that's how I would go about doing it. It's also quite good if you're listening to conversations. You might not get involved in the conversations, but if you're listening to conversations to hear what other people think as well. I also think you said you'd, you'd have a group of people that you're close to mm-hmm. and you wouldn't get rid of that but actually you could do the opposite you'd have to be really ruthless but you could kill you could murder the people that you could murder your friends because no one would suspect you of doing that Mm -hmm. and that probably is what's going to end up happening at some point in the series well they need to remember it's a game they entered this is a game and you're not here to make friends i know that sounds really really harsh and i know that, that some of them have actually made friends out with and they actually do keep in contact with each other. Mm-hmm. But you need to remember it's a game at the end of the day and you're there to win money and it's a substantial amount of money. So per- personally, I would want to keep X, Y and Z beside me so I know I'm safe in their eyes and then get them later. Like, be like Amanda. Amanda's totally savage. Amanda's got it well planned out. Are you saying that if you and I were in the traitor's Basically, you're going to murder me. Absolutely. Oh, man. I thought that's where this was going. <laughs> Keep me right to the bitter end and be like, bye. So the traitors make their decision about who they want to murder. We don't know who they've chosen yet. They sign and seal their murder warrant. They hand it to Claudia. And episode one ends there. Lindsay, overall thoughts on episode one. Now, was this the first episode of The Traitors you actually watched? Or had you yeah. watched the US version one? No, UK one first. Absolutely loved it. I didn't think I would enjoy a game like that. And you know what I'm like. Once I've watched a film or I've watched anything, I'm on somebody's Instagram, following their Instagram, following their YouTube channel, and then getting completely involved like, um, I follow a couple of them on Instagram and then I'm following Theo on YouTube. He does, like, reaction videos mm-hmm. and they're so funny. So, like, they've gained fans, essentially. Yeah, I think I'm following just about all of the cast. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to keep up to date. Like, I've got a whole TT News section that I have to fill every episode, so I need all of the inside information yeah. from the traitors and the faithfuls. I'm following my faves. If you were one of the traitors in that first episode... Who would be your choice to murder on this first night? Even though I'm not too keen on Imran, I'd probably keep him. Because I think he is going to make people question quite a lot throughout. I think they've done the right thing on who they did nominate first of all. Okay. Yep. Okay, no spoilers, but okay. Lindsay, before we 
conclude our trade our traitor game and detect one another's lies. Can you tell us where we can find you online? So I have got Instagram and my tag is at Chisarella, which I'm pretty sure you'll kind of tag me in once once the episode's up. No. You can give me... <laughs> no, I will. I'm kidding. <laughs> you can give me a follow. I will follow back. I have lots of pictures of trees and lots of pictures of my dogs. <laughs> And very cute dogs that we've heard in the background throughout the episode. I'm kidding on. Lindsay, I also usually ask people if there's anything they want to promote. I'm going to ask you, what TV show or film or music do you think we should all go and watch or listen to right now? Well, I'm actually re-watching an anime called Fairy Tale, and everybody should go watch that. Oh, yes. Because it's amazing. I have not seen Fairy Tale, but I... Uh, I've heard lots about it and I see people talking about it online all the time. Is it uh, an anime that's got 5,000 episodes? Um, not 5,000. Okay. But it's got quite a fair few, but they're only 20 minutes an episode. Okay. But it's really good. So watch that. Um, or Supernatural. It's, yeah, your fave, Supernatural. Yeah, I can just watch that over and over and over again and never, ever get bored. Good choices. Even yeah. though I haven't seen them, good choices. Yeah. Now, Lindsay, we have been playing the Trader Traitor throughout this episode. I told you a lie. Did you manage to tell me a lie? Yes. <gasps> okay. Do you want to guess my lie first? Yes. Okay, what was a lie about? Were you lying about Alex potentially coming on? I was lying about Alex yes. potentially coming on. How did you know that? I don't know. I just, I, just, I don't know. I just know. Oh, man. I've known I you for was... over 20 years. <laughs> I thought that was really subtle. No. The minute you said that, I thought, why? I was telling the truth that when we paused recording, uh-huh. one of the contestants, actually it was Ivan, sent me a message. So Ivan is going to record with me for a future episode. Oh, good. And a few of the other contestants have been in touch. But Alex wasn't one of them. I did make that up. Mm-hmm. I'm so mad. Well, that's, that's oh. what happens when we've been for besties for over 20 years. <laughs> well, I think I know your lie as well. Go. Was your lie that you're following Theo on YouTube and that he does reaction videos? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was actually going to say, like, I t- tagged you on... Uh, I don't know if it was YouTube or Instagram. You know the guy that does the reactions and he's lying in his bed and he's got his like little oh, snuggy yeah. video? I was going to imply that that was Theo, but then I thought, well, oh, that might be a little bit too far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that wouldn't have worked. Yeah. Well, this has been the first episode of the podcast where both of us have guessed, both me and the guests have guessed one another's lies. Yay. So it's a first. So I guess well done, even though I'm really mad at you. Yep. Lindsay... Thank you very much for joining me on The Trader. You're welcome. Have you had a good time? Of course. I would always have a good time. Correct answer. <laughs> have you had a good time? It was okay. Um, <laughs> Rude. <laughs> well, no doubt if I do um, a future season, I will be inviting you back. Yep. Can I count on you? Yep. Hooray! 100%. Lindsay, thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Hello, listeners. I hope you enjoyed the episode. 
If you like dogs and nature, you should check out Lindsay's Instagram at Chisarella or her page devoted entirely to the dogs, two whippets and a Doberman, and that's at Arlo Rukia Zuko on Instagram. Before I go, I always ask guests about anything they want to promote or think people should check out. And at the intro to every episode of the podcast, I begin by saying I'm a writer. For the first time, I thought I'd tell you a little bit more about that. I write all sorts of things, novels, short stories, poetry, creative non-fiction, podcast outlines, and film, book, theatre and comedy reviews and interviews for The We Review, which is an award-winning online magazine. Because you're listening to this podcast, I'm guessing you like mystery, intrigue, deception and maybe even Scotland, and therefore might want to check out two of my novels. Turning the Hourglass is Doctor Who meets the butterfly effect and imagines that ghosts aren't people from the past who died, they're people from the future who haven't been born yet. It's a time-travelling, character-led story centering on Dern, a historian from the future living with secrets and trying to illegally manipulate the past. Alternatively, if you like Stranger Things, The Craft, or The Perks of Being a Wallflower, you could check out my spooky coming-of-age novel, The Stone in My Pocket. In a Scottish village in 1999, 17-year-old Nathan can't talk to his parents, but believes he can talk to ghosts. After hearing an inexplicable midnight voice in his garden, he begins exploring mediumship and the afterlife with the help of Iris, the owner of the local second-hand bookshop. All the while, Nathan has to keep this hidden from his parents and friends, and soon his deception begins to catch up with him. If you like the sound of those, check out the great reviews on Goodreads and Amazon, and you can buy copies via most online places where you would normally buy books. If you're in the UK, I recommend bookshop.org, Waterstones or Blackwells. It would be great if you could follow the podcast on Instagram or YouTube at The Tradar Podcast or on Twitter at The Tradar Pod. Or you can get in touch with any questions or, you know, if you just fancy a chat by emailing thetradarpodcast at gmail.com. I'll be back with a super special Traitor's Guest in the next episode. Until then... Stay faithful.